When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. What's your big takeaway from Tuck Away? What's your What's big, big takeaway? Justin Tuck? Justin Tuck? Big, big is he Justin back on Tuck- our team? Is he back with us? What is your big takeaway from Monday Night Football? 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Is Lamar Jackson the best player in the NFL right now? If not, then Who? We've talked about a lot so far. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, guys. Does my quarterback ranking suck? Yeah. Right. Key gave a ranking. Let me tell you who wasn't on Key's rankings of the best top 10 quarterbacks. Derek Carr was 10, but who was not on the list? Dak Prescott. He's been hurt. Who was not on the list? Tua. Just, Tua Tungabailoa. Tua, not Dak. He has the best QBR by a lot in the NFL through week three. He has beaten Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Bill Belichick. Uh, let me tell you who's not on the list. Hold on, Max. Can we just Kyler double down on Murray? Tua? Can we just double down on Tua? Hold on, Kyler second? Murray. I want to go through the names first. Kyler Murray's not on the list, Jay. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's not on the list. Well, That's four right there, Jay. I'm just talking about I don't like as, any of those guys as it relates to how guys have played through three games this season. Tua completion rate eleven and a half points higher than your guy Derek Carr. Yards he's thrown for pretty much. 72 more yards, touchdowns, he's thrown for two more touchdowns, interceptions, he's thrown for two less, and his QB rating is 40 points higher. 40 points higher. Key? Because and one not- team is 0-3 and, and one team is 3-0. and It just sounds like my Key, man will you has admit a little that Carr- for two and a dog. Just say it. Derek Carr is like a pet player of yours. You the way like Justin it. Herbert and Joe Burrow are for me, I love those. Whatever it is, I love those guys. Those are, I love those guys. You love Derek Carr. Yeah. That's elite. what it is. I, I, I like Derek Carr. I like Tom Brady. I like Aaron Rodgers. I like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. I like all those. Lamar Jackson. I like all those guys. I don't guys. feel like more than you like in that Tua. conversation. More than you like Kyler. More than you like well, Russell Wilson. Well, first of all, the list isn't based on the three games. Because the list was based on the three games. There's a lot of guys that wouldn't be on the list. Right. It's based on the top quarterbacks that I see in the National Football League. Tua has done an amazing job in Miami. You can't take that away from him, Max. He's done a good job. I'm not trying to. No, I'm saying in general. I'm not saying you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying you can't take it away from him. He's done an amazing job. He's just not one of my top ten quarterbacks. I'm not basing – look, if I was drafting, all ten, all those other guys are going in front of him. Every last one. Uh, is, is Derek Carr going in front of – here's one – Trevor Lawrence. Tre- uh, to me, nope. I'll take Trevor Lawrence before I, I take Derek Carr. And I like Derek Carr. I, a, I, I, didn't, I haven't seen enough of Trevor Lawrence. He's really. tall. He has the hair. <laughs> he's what they want in a quarterback, right? This to me is And key. he's a family guy. Family guy goes family to church. Guy. I'll this bet to you. me is key doubling down. <laughs> Last year, he said that Derek Carr was elite. Yeah. It got put out first, first into of all, the ethos. First of all, I've never, I have said, I found never first ever take. said he was elite. Stephen I, A. said he was elite, and, you and I agreed. said, and I said I like Derek Carr. I never said he was elite, Jay. 
But Don't you just, put words not, in my mouth. You just, you just put him in the same breath with Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. You, you, I didn't. Why are you getting mad at me? You're the one that put I'm him not, in that same sentence. What do you, you notice you about Kyler Murray? Silly. I'm saying if there's a proclivity for Derek Carr, that's fine. What do you? Just hey, double Jay, down with it. You're staying with it. I'm proud of Jay, you. Jay, what do you? Guy. What do you notice about do Kyler that. Murray, Russell Wilson, and Tua Tagovailoa? What do they all have in common that Derek Carr does not? Shorter. Yes. He it's, likes yeah. tall quarterbacks. I get it. I like, I I like Jalen Hurts. You do because, because Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is killing it every single way you can kill it. And also, like Jalen Hurts wait, is coach, a little taller than those guys. A little bit. Six one, coach. Six yeah. one and a half. I like Jalen Hurts before Jalen Hurts even stepped on the field. That's true. He's six I'm beating, one. I'm beating the draw for Jalen Hurts when he was at Alabama. If Jalen Hurts is 5'11", we're not hearing the same thing out of you. No, Jay, it, no that's not true. Well, because if Jalen Hurts was doing dynamic things, okay, fine. But but my point is to be a don't be, to be okay, fine. And wait, no, no. To be a quarterback that Key will put on the list, you have to be killing do, do, okay. it if you're under six so two. Do I, killing it. I guess the question well, I mean, would be, is not killing it right now. I guess the question to for Come me on. would be, Come on. am I biased against taller quarterbacks or four quarter taller quarterbacks? Uh, yeah, pro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pro, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I like yeah. to be able to see the ball come out. That's like saying I'm, I like, I, I I like, like tall centers in the NBA. I like, yeah. I like what I like. Oh, yeah, center is no longer. Tua is really Tua right. is going to be okay, but I'm not putting him where Jay got him. Where right. do I have him? I don't even have a list. Greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, yeah that's where better, I have him. You got him better this, this than Dan Marino. This is better than the undefeated Dolphins team. Yeah, you're right, guys. Keep doubling you, down on this. He is leading the league in QBR by a lot. Thank you. I'm not doubling down on it. If if you you like numbers. You like all the numbers, you the statistics, you ran them off. And I know you watch the game. I know you watch the games. But from the beginning of the season to past Sunday, when I look at all the snaps he's taken, there's a lot of stuff that could have gone wrong. It's a whole bunch of stuff could have gone wrong. When I'm watching. He's in a very good situation goes, as an excellent oh, offensive mind, head well, coach, and this, receiver. Well, how about the that, stuff that, that, really, that did go really wrong matter? for Derek Carr? So – we're going to hold it against people for the stuff that could have gone wrong, but we're not going to hold it against the people where the stuff did go wrong. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. Wait, what you're saying. Is that is what we're saying? Yeah. I, I'm confused. Key, so it, when no, you have Devontae Adams, when you have I'm not talent, saying that, Jay. I just, I, that's, I'm, the I, Miami Dolphins are a better football team than the Raiders. On paper, you would say on that paper, heading into 100%. the season? 100%. Heading into the season. Oh, 100%. Because I thought, they I'll tell better, you the truth. They are a better football team going into the season. I don't know much Miami, about the coach. Didn't know much about the coach, but as a team, I thought Miami was was probably the second best team in the division, and that and the and the Raiders were the fourth best team in their division. But I thought the Raiders were in a much better division. No, third third best team in their division. I thought going into the season, but yeah. what I would say <laughs> was when you look at the Miami Dolphins from a year ago when Flores, the defense was always lights out. Yeah, they have a okay? good defense. defense was lights they out. They brought they went and got the left tackle from. From the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. They went and got uh, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson. They are a much better team. Mm-hmm. Much better team. Well, I mean, the Raiders picked up help on the defensive side, help on no, the offensive they side. Up, they won eight they games up last year. They Chandler Jones. They have no They got the best receiver in football. They got the best receiver in the game who's not even being targeted as much as he should be. It's I don't an know ongoing that they, conversation. It's, it's, I'm it's, just slicing who you, and dicing you right who now. You, I'm who, just who, cutting who, you up real quick. Pop, 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 pop. 
It's who you want to be the best receiver in the game. Is it Tyreek Hill? Is it Devontae oh. Adams? Is it a healthy Michael Thomas? Is it Stefan Diggs? I would say it's if Tyreek Hill. Let, let's put it this way. If Tyreek Hill. You, you if, look at numbers, Jay. But, I'm not but looking at statistics. I've heard you say that, Devontae. That quick Tay thought is experiment. The best receiver in the game quick before. thought experiment, Jay. I think you'll like it. If Tyreek Hill were on Vegas yeah. and Devontae Adams were on Miami, I think Vegas still got no wins and Miami's still killing the game. Probably. Okay, but a quarterback takes the credit. They they get they got to get some blame he, too. He he does get blame. He threw three interceptions against the Chargers and they lost by four. I think it was four points. They lost by less than a touchdown. They could have won that game if he don't throw three picks. He didn't throw three picks against Arizona and they should have won the game. Sure. He didn't really throw one against Tennessee. The damn Waller catch the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so all I'm saying is. Don't look at the statistics. I hear you. I'm not putting Derek Carr ahead of Russell Wilson. I'm not putting him ahead of Kyler Murray. I'm not putting him ahead of Dak Prescott. I'm not putting him ahead of Trevor Lawrence. I'm not putting ahead of of, of Tua Tungavailoa. I got five guys. I'm with you, and I I watch the games. We're up talking all day on Sunday. Granted that I might be slightly different than the guys who had the game for 10-plus years, but you you could see talent. It may not be the talent that jumps off the page that is a dynamic quarterback like a Lamar Jackson or a Jalen Hurts that gives you that feeling. But there is talent there. Yeah. And I just feel like that talent gets glossed over a lot of times because it doesn't look like the I others. mean, Key's top ten. He got Everyone's going to agree on nine names. Lamar, Mahomes, Rodgers, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford. People are going to leave them alone. The question is in that tenth slot, who do you like? Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray. I think Trevor Lawrence now, considering his draft position, has something to do with it, but also the way he's looking now and his talent. You know, and, and, and there small, are one or two others. Small. Too small. So who, who's that? Uh, yeah, the, the sample size. No, yeah, the sample size. Yeah. For, yeah. So why, why Trevor is, Lawrence is too small? Why is Jalen Hurts above Joe Burrow? Just, why? Uh, I'm just so curious. far this year he's well, outplaying well, him. But we're not just doing it based upon this year. Well, I'm, just, I'm, I'm trying to understand the reasoning. So if we're not doing it based upon this year, and we're doing it for the entire body of work, even though the O line has had. I issues. like I like Jalen Hurts. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never been no Joe Burrow. Am I right? Yeah. I ain't never been you and Max okay. jumping on the Joe Burrow meat coat. I love gold Joe. Chain oh, classes. I like Joe Burrow. I ain't I like never oh, like national title Joe. MVP. He's a good, yeah, he's a good Joe Burrow. Quarterback. I love him. There's no question about it. But I ain't been one with the pom poms on. I it, have the pom poms. I ain't gonna play that game. I, I got you one. have the. He has the pom poms for Derek Carr. Yeah. I got the pom poms for Joe Burrow. Who I got, you got the, the pom poms for Aaron Rodgers. I got the pom poms for Patrick Mahomes. I got the pom poms for for Lamar Jackson. I got it for Justin Herbert. Cyborg from the future. That was invented Josh to Allen. beat Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he is. He At the end of the day, I was on Josh Allen, those guys last year. I was all for it, still with it this year. If you could only claim one guy that that's the that's that's the pom pom guy in, in the NFL, who would it be? Which quarterback would be your pom pom guy? When it comes down to it, Josh Allen? Yeah. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. It's not even close. You know who mine is when it comes down to Aaron it? Aaron Rodgers, really? Man, Aaron Rodgers, you almost made me cuss, Jay. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, you know Rogers, who it is for me when it comes Rogers, down to it? We've been through the roller coaster of Aaron Rodgers over the past year and a half. Who do you think I've it is? I've never been Jay. through the roller coaster. I don't care about. I don't care about the off the field nonsense. That dude can blink uh, and play. I'm with you. Okay, no Jay, Jay, real about. quick. Jay, real quick. Let's see how well you know me because Brandon Jacobs is waiting. Who's who do I have the pom poms for if I have to pick one? Daniel dude? Jones, Justin Herbert. Nope, you're wrong. See, you don't know me. Who do I have the pom poms for, y'all? There's one guy. If I had to choose one guy, he's riding with Rodgers. You're riding with Josh Allen. I'm riding with Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes all day. Patrick Mahomes. Brandon Jacobs, former New York Giants running back, two-time Super Bowl champion, is with us now. Brandon, what do you think about last night? Well, you know, Max, there's a whole lot I could say. Uh, at the, but at the end of the day, 
Uh, Dallas defensive line, they got after Daniel Jones. The man got sacked six times, had 23, 24, 25 pressures. We just couldn't block them up front on D-line. They painted their ears back, and they just came, and, and it was nothing we could, you know, and we could have done about it. But everybody wanted to point the finger and blame, and blame Daniel Jones for everything because that's the easiest thing that you can do is blame the quarterback, you know, for the success of the team. And no, in this case, well. I don't think the – he played bad. Hey, hey, Brandon, it reminded me for Evan Neal, who I think might be good one day, right? But it reminded me of the Winston Justice game against O.C. When O.C. just ate his lunch all day, he's a rookie. He got no wins against a pass rusher like that. Man, he was lining up against Parsons and, and, and DeMarcus. It's too much for a rookie, and he just got abused, and that was really the game. Max, at the end of the day, the guys of top five draft pick or whatever he got picked uh or whatever slot he got drafted in, they drafted him to do a job. You know, these quarterbacks that, that get drafted number one overall that goes into the uh, NFL and stank it up, you know, they blame them. So, hey, he got to be able to have thick skin and take the blame. He got his butt kicked. Yeah. And there's no two, three, four ways around it. It was one way around it. Physicality, off the line, the scrimmage, and, 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 and that's what happened. Brandon Jacobs, former NY Giant Super Bowl champion, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Brandon, I – I wanted to ask you about this offense for a second because last night while watching the game, and, and it's been very noticeable over the last three games, even though Wink Martindale's done a good job with the defense, even though last night was not the case, but it seems very one-dimensional. You know it's coming with the offense. Saquon Barkley run or Daniel Jones finding a way to get out of pocket, tucking it, and running too. What's going on with the wide receiving core? You know, it's a great question. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Kenny Gall- uh, 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 Galladay. I've been trying to figure this out for the last two weeks now. I don't know what's wrong. Uh, I haven't seen much. Of, I know Tony's been banged up from, you know, little, I think a little hamstring he had in training camp. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I, I, I wish I could answer the question for you. I wish we had more uh, wide receiver play, you know, take some pressure off of Saquon and, and, you know, make Daniel Jones' job a little easier. I mean, the, the guys he's throwing to, man, he, no one's, a, you know, not too many people, you know, has ever heard of him. You know, I think Richie's pretty good. Um, but at the end of the day, man, we, you know, you need a court, a wide receiver uh, group, and, and you need that one bell, Kyle. We don't have that. I mean, Galladay's getting outplayed by rookie tight ends right now. Come on. Brandon Jacobs, former New York Giant, running back two-time Super Bowl champion, joins us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, of course. Uh, Brandon, wouldn't you look at this and say that this is a evaluation year for the new regime opposed to really trying to make some hay in the NFC East? Just evaluate guys, see who's who can fit with you long term. Um, for 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 a new regime that only have a few draft picks out there, um, from you know from when they were higher, yes, Keyshawn, I would definitely agree with that. Um, which is why you don't see a lot of the guys out from the old regime. You don't see Galladay. Only the only one you really see, you know, is uh, is Daniel Jones. And who who knows if the new regime really likes him? But they drafted him uh, number six overall. Uh, they gave Kenny Gallagher, you know, the kid get uh, uh, Galladay seventy two million dollars. So what are you gonna do in that situation? They, you know, they got the team held up. You know, you know, give me everything you got type thing. So. Um, but it is good that I mean I think they are evaluating, trying to evaluate new talent, and I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm trying to see what you know what we're going to come up with. But we got to do something up front because we we cannot continue to get our butts kicked, 
you know, like we got our butts kicked up, you know, up front last night. Ten years going now. Ten years going since they had an offensive line. Brandon, what do you, what do you think about the division overall? Is this the Eagles' division to lose? Oh, I, I would definitely say it's the Eagles' division to lose. I mean, I mean, I thought the Giants was going in the right direction, which they, they, I think they are still going. I mean, they still show some flashes and some are doing some things. You know, I, I don't think the defense played that bad. They gave up some, you know, a couple key plays during, you know, during the game, and the Giants got a, a lot of big plays called back with just stupid penalties. Um, yeah, I, I would say it's, it, it, it's not wide open. It's, it's the Eagles number one and number two, and then everybody else at the, you know the rest of the numbers, but uh, I think the Eagles really going, you know, I think they're going to run away with, with the division. It's a really good football team. They play good offense, good defense. They play great on uh, special teams, obviously, because you can't give up uh, kickoff and kickoff returns now because because everything is a touchback, but I think they're, you know, I think the Eagles are definitely, the you know, the best team out there. Hey, talking to Brandon Jacobs here on Keyshawn J. Willemax. Brandon Jacobs, of course, used to call him the juggernaut New York radio during the Super Bowl days, won two Super Bowls punished defenses. Brandon, he was talking earlier because what I didn't like about the game, really the main thing I didn't like, is in the moment of truth, when the defense had to step up at the end of the game, they got gashed every way possible, on the ground, in the air, by everybody. I, it, to me, and I hate to say it because they, they played with character early in the game, it was like I need to see more character at the end of the game. And he was like, because you need that essentially captain of the defense, that energizer bunny on defense now to me a guy like I don't Blake Martinez someone like that who's you know a couple years ago some kind of guy Thibodeau was brought in to be the pass rusher he finally got on the field what did you think we had no pass rush last night Max I mean I don't know uh we had no pass rush I mean Cooper Rush actually stood in the pocket, baked cakes, you know, knit, knit blankets, and then threw a pass. Uh, we, had, we had no pass rush. If we could have put some pressure on Cooper Rush, a guy who was coming to the, uh, the uh, you know, starting, you know, in place of Dak, if we would have put some pressure on him, I think he would have made a few mistakes. But we didn't put any pressure on him. He sat back there. He made the throws he wanted to read. He had a first read, second and third. And sometimes he hit the third read without even taking a few, you know, more than one step, you know. So I, I – we didn't have any pass rush. Yeah, uh, Thibodeau, someone needs to step up. Someone needs to step up on this defense. Absolutely. No, no, no question about it. The Giants would be okay. I know we we talking Giants football, but look, check this out, though, uh, Brandon. So I'm in here with Max and, and Jay, and I got this top mm-hmm. 10 quarterbacks in the NFL list that I put out. And at the top is Lamar Jackson at number one mm-hmm. and Derek Carr at 10. And then, obviously, the the – the usual suspects, the Patrick Mahomes is and the Joshua Allens, and those guys are all in between, sandwiched between them. And they have a problem with me having Derek Carr at number 10 because I don't have Tua, I don't have Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. I don't have Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence and Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. They don't like Derek Carr. They think Derek Carr is hot garbage. No, uh, no. we think he's okay. I think Derek Carr is solid, man. Okay. I was just saying, he's Brandon, solid. based but upon the way he's played thus far this season and the way Tua, who has the best QBR in the NFL and actually leads the NFL in passing yards, them being 3-0, and like just saying he deserves to be in that top 10 slot over Derek Carr right now. What do you think, Brandon? Trevor Lawrence. I got to go with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, okay. You know, Trevor Lawrence, uh, uh, 
bad Jacksonville football team, and they're putting up numbers. They're putting up numbers. The guy doesn't turn the football over. You know, he you know his, his, he's doing a really good job of taking the team from six feet under and trying to bring them up to the top. So I got to go with Trevor Lawrence and at, at that number 10 spot. So let's yeah, say that, – that, 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 you, you might be right. I haven't seen enough of him. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit up and lie and say, oh, I watch every game, he's every snap. I just haven't seen enough of Let's him. Let's take him away, therefore. You if know? Trevor Lawrence didn't exist or you haven't seen enough, Brandon, or would you have Derek Carr 10? Or would it be Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, or, or Tua, Tua Tungavailoa 10? Well, I'm, I got to go with Tua. I got to mm-hmm. go with Tua because watching what he did, to, uh, you know, the guy's been putting up a lot of numbers the last three weeks. And 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 standing there against a great Buffalo defense like he did last week is is I, I didn't think that was gonna you know I didn't think that would happen but uh, I, I'm putting Tua you know if Trevor Lawrence doesn't exist I'm, I'm definitely putting Tua if Tua doesn't well. exist Jeez. so now we're down to Russell Wilson, <laughs> Dak Prescott and Derek Carr who do you want? <laughs> I gotta go with Russell Wilson in, Me too. in that case. I mean, yeah, I mean. The guy, the guy is 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 trying to get his feet wet with you know with a new team. Uh, I you know I'm gonna go because again you know his numbers isn't bad and he doesn't turn it over. Uh, I think he's a leader. Uh, yeah, I think I'll put I think I'll put Russell Wilson in that right. spot. So Max, so do you want to do like another process of, of yeah, elimination? Yeah. No, <laughs> Brandon, you got it, That's man. My point saying, is, wait, Brandon, give me another here, one. Here's the process of elimination. You'll never be back on this show. How about no. that? Oh, Brandon will be back every week. How dare you? Do you understand? Brandon Jacobs, for people who don't know, he's one of those dudes for New Yorkers, for Giants fans. He can't. If Brandon walks into a bar and I'm there, he ain't buying the drink. You understand what I'm saying? Giants fans feel very grateful to Brandon Jacobs, Eli Manning, wow. Justin Tuck, Michael Strahan. Brandon, I'm trying to be around you because Max never think... buys drinks for people. Oh, will you stop? Max, you don't realize that he shouldn't have Buy your cousin David Tyree a drink, I'll tell Max, you that much. Max, you don't realize he shouldn't have been playing running back, though. What do you think he should have been? Man, he should have been a damn uh, defensive tackle. <laughs> a strong swole when he was so big and fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like you say that, like you say that, I really, like, after my career was over, I really took a step back and I looked. And I'm like, man, you know, I should have played defensive end. Right? I Take some money. Make some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what you would have yeah, looked I, like I, I, playing I, I, defense? It would look crazy. Brandon, we had no, enough man. defensive ends. We needed a running back. I, never, I played defense my junior year in high school, and then that was it. And I only played like three games of it because then they started me. They started starting me at running back, you know, three weeks into the season. So once I started starting running back, I didn't play any more defense. The great Brandon Jacobs, ladies and gentlemen, two-time Super Bowl champion. Last says, appearance on KJM. Who says Derek Carr might be the 15th best quarterback in football. We don't know. We could still go down the list. Thanks, Brandon. All right, Brandon. All right, All right baby. You guys have a good one. All right. Aaron Judge still looking for number 61. Is he pressing too hard? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The ball is gone! Hitting in this era is more difficult than it's ever been. Swing and a drive. Deep left field. Judge sends it way out of here. The greatest thing that I've seen covering baseball by a hitter. So I got to stay locked in and never really not try to think about it and, and do my job. He's the best player this franchise has seen in a very long time. High fly ball, deep left field. There it goes. See ya. So Aaron Judge not only chasing the home run record, Babe Ruth's of 60 in 154 game season. He has two games to hit one home run to pass that. He already has 60. He'd pass Ruth Maris never did that then he has nine games to pass Roger Maris to tie him with 61 that's one home run to pass him with two home runs that'd be 62 that'd be the record um he also is chasing a triple crown leading in home runs and RBIs and and right there in batting average going back and forth with the leaders guys something caught my eye yesterday a tweet by Bill James are you guys like Bill James is the godfather of sabermetrics, of analytics. This analytical revolution across sports really started in baseball with Bill James more than anyone. Listen to this tweet. He had a huge influence in even the way I think, like in terms of comparative analysis, Historical Baseball Abstract, Volume 1, is one of the best books I ever read for comparative analysis. I'm serious, great writing too. Here's Bill James's tweet. Unfortunately, I am unable to celebrate the success of any Yankee. Reason the Red Sox won all those World Series all of a sudden? They hired Bill James as a consultant. That was the start of it. But I do have to grudgingly admit, listen to this, that Aaron Judge is perhaps the greatest player I have ever seen. Perhaps, I said, don't take it to the bank. Even the fact that he's contemplating that is incredible. A Yankee hater who cares about the analytics and actually put his eyeballs on players for five, six decades now thinks that he went seven decades thinks that he might be the best player ever. However, there's a lot on the line. Is Aaron Judge pressing too much right now? What Key, Jay, you guys have both been in situations, I'm sure, chasing records or contracts or whatever it is, milestone, landmark, salary incentive, whatever it is. Can you take us through, Key, let's start with you, a situation where you were under that kind, you know, pressure to achieve something and it made it more difficult? Uh, you know... I would think so, right? But I, uh, it was all it was. It was just I wanted to do it with the team, so to speak. Individually, 
I was going to get it based on my team's success. What is it? Whatever the numbers would be, incentives. So, incentive so an incentive lace. to make a certain amount of money. Incentive lace to make yards, a, certain, a certain amount of money. Those sort of things. Because when you think about the records, I never was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm pressing, I'm pressing. When I had a chance to – so I was on record pace when I was with Tampa Bay to break the reception record. At the time, I think it was held by Herman Moore or something like that. But I wasn't pressing. It was like, if it comes, it comes. If it's good, it's fine. But mm-hmm. when it came to the money, and it was an incentive-laced situation, I'm playing for the Cowboys, and we're playing, getting ready to play the Giants in Giants Stadium. And before the game, Vinny Testaverde, who was a quarterback at the time, went around in the locker room asking about, hey, what do you need to get to? I don't remember what the number was, but it was like 1,000 yards or whatever, and you would pick, I was going to pick up a half a million bucks. And it was only 44 yards I needed. Oh, I know, right? In in four quarters, 44 yards. <laughs> so, you know, I know call sheet. I got the call sheet right here. I'm studying it. Well, I'll pick it up right here and pick it up here. I'll pick it up there. And then I go out and I break my ankle on that particular play in Giant Stadium. It snaps like a pretzel. I hear it. I, catch, I pick up 22 yards on that particular play. Uh, I got three and a half damn quarters to go to get there, you know. And what so, was more painful, the physical pain of the ankle or the half million with the little wings flying away? Well, what was more painful is my head coach, Bill Parcells at the time, I had to have a scope anyway at the end of the season to clean some stuff out. Halftime Cubs. I, he walks in. I'm on the training table. He goes, what's wrong with him? He says, well, he broke his ankle. He's going to have to have surgery tomorrow. Good. Then blankety blank, get both things fixed and walked away. And that was painful. I'm like, say, man, what the hell's wrong with you, coach? Give me my half mil. Yeah, give me my money. Jerry wasn't going to give it to me, though. Of course not. He came mm-hmm. in after, oh, well, we're glad you're okay and you'll be fine. And Dr. Cooper, glad I take got care. my half mil. I'm like, you still going to give me the incentives? Well, the salary cap doesn't allow us to, you know, it was just like, Jay, what about you? You ever have a situation like that? I, I never had something like that, but I, I, I have had a lot of situations where you start pressing about things that you think are going to happen instead of just being like the game was always easy for me when I got lost in the flow of the game, right? So, like, either for me, I had to, I competitive. Somebody had to get me mad. If you got me mad, like, if I, if I got myself mad, I would play my best, right? But the moment you start pinpointing things that you want to go out and actually do, it never happens that way in sports. And, and that's the interesting thing for me about Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Aaron Judge here in baseball. There's so much time, these time gaps, where you're not always moving. There's a lot of stoppage and accident. There's a lot of waiting around, a lot of playing. It's so different than basketball or football where you're constantly moving. You can lose yourself in that flow. So for a guy like Aaron Judge to do what he's doing to get there – yeah, he's going to press because that's all people talk that's about every day. You have not time just talk to about, to think about, not just talk about. Jay, that's so interesting. The Yankees fans at Yankee Stadium are cheering for the Red Sox when they tie the game, so that Judge can get another at bat. The first place is wrapped up. The, the season's over. The Yankees yeah. going to win the division. They're not going to have the best t- record in the league, but they got. They're going to win the division. All Yankee Stadium goes dead quiet. Judges coming up. Everyone's. T- I'm flipping. Football game is on. Let me just make sure judges enough. Yeah. Let me Bones make sure judges. Lights are on. Everybody. So there is no way to lose yourself in the That's moment. What I'm saying. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I, the advice that I would give him though, is just take a step back and don't pay attention. Just put up blinders. You put up blinders. Whatever you were doing before you got to 60, 
before you got to 50, before you got to 40. Just put up the blinders. You see, that's what I love, though. This is what and sports up, is, right? Put up the blinders when you're at the plate. It, it's like silence. coaches that's tell you. you do. Or I think it's you know, easier for people, you than for We've others. had people no, I, literally I, I, say that on TV. Just go out there and be yourself. Yes. Right? They say that. But when you get out there, it's hard to all of a sudden when you're thinking about, well, what was myself? What was I? See? Then you're becoming way over analytical. You're not Don't think of a pink elephant. Now That's you're thinking of a saying. pink elephant, you right? You naturally like, go to that place where you're yeah. becoming analytical and thinking about, no. what was I doing before? How relaxed was I? Was my shoulder? You start doing that to yourself. Yeah, because you're pressing. But, my, again, my advice to him would be just whatever got you to where you're at. No, my that. advice would be based on that, guys. When he started hitting home runs again, he's very pull conscious this year because it actually helped him. He was hitting the ball the other way too often, right? Short yet right field porch. He's an opposite field hitter at times. He started going the other way again. He was in a home run drought, just started hitting him, hit, taking it the other way, yep. and that got him back in his flow. But I got to tell you, he's still taking walks. He's still getting base hits. He's just pressing on the home run. The Progressive MLB Snapshot is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Meantime, Kyrie Irving says he gave up $100 bucks to be unvaccinated. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Like in any sport, you got to stay healthy. Healthy, they might got something. If they don't stay healthy, they ain't got nothing. They got LeBron James, right? I mean, that's the, the bottom line. And a healthy Anthony Davis will take you a long ways. That That's why the deeper teams. It'd be nice doing. for you to talk into the mic. That's why the deeper teams are, in the NBA at least, are doing better now, right? Because the teams that are reliant on the two superstars, something happens to one of them, you're yeah, in trouble. And, and, so yesterday, Anthony Davis literally said to the press that – hey, we're going into the season as if we're underdogs. We have a chip on our shoulder. I have no problem with that. The greatest players in the game of basketball, Michael Jordan looked at himself as an underdog because he always had a chip on his shoulder. Same with Kobe Bryant. The most competitive dudes always found something to be angry about in order to get the best version of themselves. This team should be angry. They should be angry. They've been ba- they didn't make the playoffs last year. They've been bounced early in years before. And with LeBron James, AD, and Russ – you should have some feels like aggression. The, doesn't it feel like the reason I bring up the depth is it feels like the model is changing a bit in the NBA, partly because everyone is so good now that the gap between the stars and the rotation players maybe isn't what it once was because they have so many multidimensional players who are starters in the league. But 
it seems to me like teams like the Celtics, the Bucks, who develop over time, develop lots of interesting pieces, then if something happens to one of them, they're okay. But a team like the Lakers that's going to push their chips to the middle of the table on two guys, it's, it's, it Bucks, doesn't – or the Nets the doesn't Bucks work the same the way. The Bucks wasn't okay when they lost Middleton. Yeah. They, no, were, they were not okay. They were still okay. They're okay, they but they couldn't get over they the hump. The they, didn't they didn't miss the playoffs. They didn't miss the playoffs. Yeah, but so when they lost point. Middleton, they had already basically clinched the playoff spot. Yeah. Right? When they yeah, lost around it. around that time, yeah. So it wasn't you, – you, the Lakers lost Anthony Davis. When they lost Anthony Davis first, the Lakers were already rolling. Then yeah, they lost AD. And it just kind of fell apart. Then LeBron got hurt. But also an older player who's injury prone is, you know, you could say. Who's an older player injury prone? Anthony Davis. Man, Anthony Davis ain't old. Well, he's over 30. And he's, he's injury and he's, prone. And he's injury no, prone. No, I didn't say he yeah. wasn't injury <laughs> But that's not like being. Well, I said he's not old. old. That's not being Basketball like 24. Max said Old and older, I said older years. Older player. He's still not in basketball years an older player, right? Uh, he's, he, he's not young. Yeah, he's he's not, a nine he, years he's in the like league. In between. He's in How between. old is Anthony Davis he's right now? He's nine years. Yeah, but, but that's, a, that's a veteran he's with some miles. He's 29. 29, okay, yeah, 29. Not old. No, I'm not saying, I didn't say old. Older. He's not like on his first deal. Yeah, but you made it sound like when you say older. Like he's LeBron's age. Like well, he's LeBron. Well, I was, yeah, yeah. When I was thinking older, I was thinking more of LeBron. But it's like you have LeBron who's old and no spring chicken. Now Kawhi Davis. seems old. Kawhi just walks old. Yeah, but AD ain't old, man. But no, I would. Uh, I didn't say old. But older. In other words, he's 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 had multiple contracts already. He's a veteran. Yeah, he's played a lot of years. Yeah, you know what you're coming back to place. <laughs> Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We'll Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max were presented by Progressive Insurance. Debated. 
Debate Check what? us out on the app, by the way. Go to the app. It's probably on your phone already. You, 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 you mm-hmm. Go to the lower right-hand corner, mm-hmm. right? Click on the... Click on the thing more. You know, you scroll down and listen live. Uh, you know, you know we're right there. Max. What's that? Popping your collar. Pop your collar. Do whatever you do best. See, do you know anything about that? KD, the Nets, and, uh, well, KD and the Nets addressed this offseason drama, guys. You want to hear from KD on still being in Brooklyn? Ooh, I do. Our very own Nick Friedel asked a question. What do you say? What do you look like you want to say something, Jay? Well, because I hope somebody asked Kevin Durant yesterday, you know, how Steve Nash and Sean Marks were doing considering he wanted both of them fired. Just let's listen to Nick's question and Kevin Durant's answer. First, are you surprised you're still here? No. I know I'm that good that you're just not gonna give me away. So that's one thing I did appreciate about Sean and Joe is like you're too great for us to give you away. Just that easy, that simple. So I get that. I know who I am. I like that, okay. though. Mm-hmm. All right. I respect that. No, ain't not wrong with that at all. Yeah. I thought you was getting ready to give me some heat. I mean, that's what ta- that, that we, we were saying that the whole time. Yo, you just don't give that dude away, man. That dude's special. Just because he don't want to be there, we're going to have to work through it. You know, it's a much different situation, but, like, I think of Saquon, where people are like, oh, you got to get rid of him. I'm like, you're going to get the least value possible for a guy who, if he's healthy, is going to be great, right? Why would you trade a commodity – at the lowest point of its value when he could win you a championship. Well, the reason I would have traded Kevin Durant is if because he said he didn't want to be there. That's why you would get rid of him. That's why I would have did it. Right. I would have moved on from him. I would have got the right price, first of all. But I, or at some point. They weren't meeting the that's price. What I'm saying. But at some point, I would have had to. Because, see, the way that I operate and think about things is if somebody doesn't want to be somewhere, He's asked me to fire people, get rid of the coach, get rid of the general manager, and he doesn't want to be here. What is it going to be like walking through the door, seeing these people, interacting with interacting with these people? Like, be, like what is that going to be? At least like? you know where you stand. My thing yeah, though is like this: man, it, it would be it would be. But turmoil. I like Kevin Durant. It would be hard, <laughs> but I would fight it all the way into the end. It's like well, it's like a, if if I were the team, it's like Ben Simmons to a degree. It's like okay, well, this is what we gonna fight. We gonna keep going until we find until we get the right value in return. We'll keep finding you. We'll keep everybody knows what time it is. If you don't want to be here, we'll keep. I think with if, it. I think they would have traded him though if they could have got the right value. Yeah, they would, yeah. but they couldn't. They couldn't. Yeah. It's, by the way, it's ve- I will bring up the great Dr. Jerry Buss, late great Dr. Buss, greatest owner by far in the history of American team sports. Kobe Bryant wanted to be traded to the Clippers. Dr. Buss went to him and said, Kobe, you are a five-carat diamond. I am not trading you for five one-carat diamonds. I'm just not going to do it. Kobe, I like, who couldn't understand that, right? You got to get – it's very difficult to get equal value for a guy as good as KD. No, but, when, but, but KD changed his mind too, though. He didn't stand up. And just continue to pound and say, "I want out. I don't care. I want out. I want out. I want out." He eventually was like, "Okay, we can meet." So I, wonder, I wonder if Kevin Durant was really close to leaving, or was it about getting Kyrie a longer term deal? I thought that from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Why you really want to mess with Kyrie's money when you what know that KD is his dude? Um, how close was Kyrie to leaving? Listen to this. Were you ever close to something else somewhere else? Were you close to being gone? Yeah, there were options. 
but not many. I tell you that because, again, this this stigma, whether or not I want to play, whether or not I'm going to be committed to the team. So obviously, we're talking about the Brooklyn Nets with KD and Kyrie. I mean, he goes on to answer talking about there was a stigma that people projected about me that I didn't like to show up for work, that I didn't like to play because I've dealt with injuries and then my stance on COVID, and which I I think is just erroneous, frankly. I think he's one of the most talented players there is in the game. I think he drew a line in the sand this year. He paid the repercussions, right? You didn't hear a lot from him talking about it. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. And now he's allowed to play. And I think you're going to see a different Kyrie. Look, what you have to respect about Kyrie, even if I think it's foolish, is the difference between him and Aaron Rodgers is Kyrie did not try to have it both ways. Kyrie said what you just said, Jay. Kyrie's like, look, I'm doing this for whatever reason. This is the price I have to pay in order to do this. I'm willing to do it. Boom. Didn't try to get away with anything. Wasn't trying to be slick. Nothing. Just did it. And you do respect that part of someone's personality that's willing to pay the price. At what price is that exactly? If you want to put a dollar sign on it, listen to this. I gave up four years, a hundred and something million, deciding to be unvaccinated, and that was the decision. Because contract, get vaccinated or be unvaccinated, and there's a level of uncertainty of your future, whether you're going to be in this league, whether you're going to be on this team. So I had to deal with that real-life circumstance of losing my job for this decision. So I, I was dealing with all of those emotions while trying to secure my my future for my family so by the way when he says 100 million that he gave up i take that to mean the difference between the contract he eventually signed and what he would have signed had he been vaccinated that difference to me i think he's saying is 100 million plus yeah well he gave up 100 million for the line that he drew in the sand but he could complete it though because if he plays well this year he's still going to make Mm -hmm over $100 million. Like, he's in the last year of his deal. So, if he plays out of his tail, which we've seen even in the short interim Kyrie do last year, that's who Kyrie is, he's still going to make that same money. But I, I, I hear exactly what he said. I mean, he's like, look, I put my money where my mouth was. Here is Kyrie on the way he's been treated because he's unvaccinated. I didn't appreciate how me being unvaccinated all of a sudden came to be a stigma within my career that I don't want to play or I'm willing to give up everything to be a, a voice for the voiceless. And which I will stand on here and say that that wasn't the only intent that I had was to be in a voice of the voiceless. It was to stand on something that was going to be bigger than myself. And that I was going to understand probably far into the future. You know, I don't, I don't know when, by the way, I've always maintained that that Kyrie is a guy who wants to be a part of something bigger than himself. And he just admitted right then, it's not only to be what he calls a voice for the voiceless, that's how he frames not getting vaccinated, but, but also that it's a larger issue than just him and his basketball career. That seems to be important to him. But, Jay, it's one of the reasons where, I, as a team, I'd be nervous. Wait a minute, Kyrie, if you want to be something, a part of something bigger than yourself and bigger than basketball, What's maybe. an example other than the pandemic that he wanted to be a part of something bigger? No, it's just I wasn't surprised when he did. And I wouldn't be surprised know, if he wanted just, to I'm just, again. I'm just curious, like this theme that he always wants to be a part of something bigger than himself. He like, just said. Yeah, I, I know, but I, that's applicable to the pandemic. I wonder, else, yeah. wonder where else that is applicable to. Well, there was a lot of stuff that happened during the pandemic, but it was very – he George always Floyd, struck – I mean, he, Sure, he well, struck – yeah, absolutely. That was, a, that was black people in general. Yes, people so there's an issue of something bigger than himself. Yep. 
vaccination, there's an issue of something bigger than himself. Those are two right there. And he admitted to it. That that's something that's important to him. He, I believe that's what he just said. It's how I interpret it. Right. Hey, we got to get back to the NFL, of course. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.